0: as always, welcome to the FIFA World Cup show for today, the 13th of April, 2022. And wherever you are tuning in to this episode from whether you are in the USA, on the African continent, North America, South America, Asia, Europe, Australia, New Zealand, and Oceania. Welcome to the most exciting, informative, and educative sports show on the calling platform, on Apple Podcasts, and on Spotify with yours truly, Philip Alimo. And I have love for sports. In fact, undiluted love for sports. And for the greatest competition on earth, which is the UEFA Champions League. On today's episode, we'll be discussing and analysing the Champions League quarterfinal second leg games between Liverpool versus Benfica. Liverpool with a 3-1 advantage and Atletico Madrid versus Manchester City. With Manchester City going into the style with a 1-0 advantage. With me in the studios to do the discussions and analysis, as always, is African football expert, international football expert, who has immense knowledge and understanding of the beautiful game. Mr. Justin Akuwa, good day and welcome to the show.
1: Good afternoon, Philip. Um, thank you for having me. How are you doing? I'm
0: doing very great. Yourself?
1: I'm not doing too bad. Thanks for asking.
0: Definitely, Benfica, Liverpool. That tie ended three one in Lisbon. Today, the return leg, the dreaded Anfield. Give us your initial reactions before we pick highlights of that game in Lisbon.
1: Well, um, it was it was a very it was a very um, relatively easier game for Liverpool um, as compared to the one they face against Inter Milan um in the round of sixteen. But um you know how you know how the Champions League can be entertaining sometimes and some games are some games may look easy but then it is very impossible to count people out. So then I believe that the second legs has a lot of promise and shows that um and shows that if Benfica are able to replicate even part of um the kind of momentum they had in the second half, early second half of, of that game, um in the first leg, they can they can pose some problems and ask clubs high line defensive high defensive line some questions in this second leg later on tonight.
0: Definitely indeed they asked some questions of Liverpool when they got that consolation goal in Lisbon. Let's pick excerpts of that game from Estadio, Benfica. Good evening, everyone. The
2: Estadio del Ouz, the way to the entrance of two of the great names in European football for this smashing-looking Champions League for a final first leg. Ready to go. Liverpool in the lemon yellow and Benfica in the red and white. And they take the knee in the battle against racism and all social injustice around the world. 60,000 fans great noise great bubble of football atmosphere out it comes looking for a brilliant header and Liverpool are ahead Ibrahima Konato stole into space lovely delivery, firm header terrible marking and that's his first for the club and Liverpool lead Benfica del Liverpool up
3: what a great header from Canate he's obviously come in for Matic you know that the delivery is going to be really good from Liverpool out swinger gets up well as you say marking his poor but gets up well heads it down into the corner strong strong header from Canate good start from Liverpool
2: special moment for him the former Leipzig player It goes near post always oh, a chance at the far and it was a big chance for Benfica all the way through for Otamendi we've seen him score not often but important goals for Manchester City in the past hasn't let it this season for Benfica he should have let there
3: yeah he should and that is a, a huge chance can't get it on target that is a huge chance because set pieces are going to be key for Benfica tonight
2: chance 2-0 Mane looks to the flag. Diaz with the set-up header. Flag stays down. Liverpool in the driving seat in the quarter-final. Think it might be checked. But 2-0 is the scoreline on the board.
3: This is a lovely ball from Trent Alexander-Arnold. Again, that's exactly what he can do. Very unselfish play there from Diaz. I think he's onside. Sadio
2: Mane. Liverpool two goals to nil up at Benfica with his 15th of the campaign in all football. Alexander big crossfield swept pass to Robertson. Under the air a long time, but it's been the way Liverpool have played the last few years with the fullback pairing. Switching play from side to side. Here's Rappa Silva now for Benfica. All slipped by Canate and it's invited Benfica back into the game. Darwin Nunez makes it Benfica 1, Liverpool 2. Canate, the early hero scoring, Villanueva, allowing Benfica back into
3: the tie. Really sloppy from Liverpool. There was a couple of mistakes in that initially from Liverpool giving the ball away and then like say Canate missing the ball but this is brilliant on the right hand side. Gets his head up, whips it in. Canate's got to do better there. His body position's all wrong.
2: Hand side there's a chance for Everton just outside the box, and it's saved, parried, and cleared away. But what's the better option to slip it to his right hand side? It wasn't taken up, and the chance is gone.
3: It's oh, a huge chance outnumbering Liverpool there, and you can see what made him have the shot. Andy Robertson thought he was gonna go to his right hand side. He didn't, he then cut in and had the shot. Alison, like we've mentioned, that world-class keeper makes big saves at big moments.
2: Oh, here's Allison Just turning away there from Rafa Silva. Got away with it.
3: Only just. He gets a little bit lucky there, doesn't he? Does. Under pressure.
2: I think he started on the occasion. Now here's Keita. All the way through. Can Diaz get there? The goalkeeper hesitated. It could be a fatal mistake, it is. Liverpool have a third and they have a crucial two-goal buffer and a take to Anfield. That's a massive moment. And they
0: hesitate. Mr. Kowa, should Liverpool get a result in tonight's game? Which player do you think will be the standout player? Because Liverpool have have an all-round team in Louis Jota, Luis Diaz, who just joined the team a few weeks ago, but it's just as if he's joined Liverpool three years ago. You have Sergio Mane, you have Mohamed Salah. In fact, it's an all-round team. So, which player do we expect to carry the team tonight in Anfield?
1: Well, um, for me, I I do not believe it's any of those players. I believe that um, should Liverpool be able to um, cause a lot of harm on the Benfica's back line is going to be um from the back and um, that is that is their playmaker um Trent Alexander Arnold because he is the one who's able to find spaces um between those 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 lines and 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 that was what hurt Benfica the most because with those kind of passes that's um those those kind of passes actually hurt um hurt Liverpool Eh, hey, no sorry Benfica a lot in terms of um, defending defending the runners in behind it um as as you could see for 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 one of the goals, Luis Diaz actually took advantage of that very well, laying it off to um Sadio Mani for him to score and not only him Van Dyke can also do that and um Robertson can also do that, but up front. If if someone like Femino is supposed to play or if Femino features today, you can tell that the runners up front will have a free run to go and be able to actually do some harm on on the Benfica side. But then um, you know that Liverpool's attacks are a constant, they can change the game at any time. But then the impact that the playmakers have from in behind, you can you can see that's where they do the damage the most.
0: Definitely. And talking of players who can do the damage for Benfica, we have Darwin Nunes, who has been in tremendous form. In fact, he's one of the high-flying youngsters in, in the top five leagues in Europe this season. Do you think the Uruguay will have an impact should Benfica try to snatch a result from Anfield?
1: Well, I, I believe that I believe that Benfica will have to play very well collectively and it wouldn't have to depend solely on Nunes because um once Benfica were in the ascendancy after they scored after 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 they pulled one back, you could tell that there was a counter with which um Everton Sabolina decided to take the shot instead of lay the ball out wide for um Darwin Nunes and with these kind of Decisions in the final third—that is what actually affects affects momentum and and helps and helps Liverpool a bit. So if so if if Benfica are able to make better decisions up front, not only will it help Nunes, but not only will it help Nunes, but it will bring it will bring attackers into the fore who will, who will start today. Players like Everton and players like Rafa Silva, as well as Roman Yaremchuk. That's only if. He gets only if he's able to feature in this game. So it wouldn't depend on only Nunes, but in the supporting cast, um, who actually helped Nunes to be able to get um, make some decent output tonight at Anfield.
0: Definitely. And at yesterday's press conference, Jurgen Klopp says it's unrealistic for Liverpool to have an ambition to win four trophies whilst being in four competitions. He believes the list of fixtures... And difficulty of the games would be too much for any squad to handle. Therefore, he doesn't see it being possible. Whilst Liverpool are under his tenure, let's hear from Jurgen Klopp himself.
4: If you cannot go for four trophies, you are part of four competitions. So, and we are thankfully good enough to, to, to go. Well, this year, good enough to don't go out, don't go out early. But the fixture list. We have now. And if let's get through. So we play tomorrow. It's the only game I'm concerned about is tomorrow night Benfica. And we play Saturday because of the success we had so far we play Saturday City. That would usually be they would, would Aston Villa. So it might have been Sunday, Saturday, I don't know. Then we play United. Then we play Everton. Then if we get through tomorrow night, we have a semi-final. And then the and then the BT and the Premier League thought they put out give us Newcastle away at twelve thirty. So if, if that, this all the thing, it, it's all it's the, the schedule and the, and the, how people use the fame in the moment. Liverpool is hot; everybody wants to see them. they couldn't care less at the TV stage. You sit here and you go. Okay, I know I'm angry about this, but it's just not okay. So what what if, we, if 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 we play a, a a Champions League semi-final? If you find another league in the world and another broadcasting thing where they put them the one team was in semi final, it might be two, it might be three, English teams, on a twelve thirty like <sighs> throw them a little stick between the legs. It's just like, what? What are you doing? Why would you do that? So that's why it's so difficult why it never happens because nobody can. So and that's why it's unbelievable. We are still in three com- now in three competitions. We play C- we play city, we saw how difficult it was. How could I sit here and think about other cups? We play Benfica tomorrow, how could I think about winning the Champions League? I, I don't. I just, We just try to squeeze everything out, to stay as long in the competition as somehow possible, and then be there, hopefully in the final or not, we will see, um, or in the league, that you can make the last decisive final. step. That's it, nothing. And if you don't have enough players, I, I, I'm pretty sure I wouldn't sit here today and have a day off probably, because we don't play Champions League anymore.
0: Mr. Kowa, Liverpool are in contention for the quadruple, which would be the first time in history for a team to have done that. And in that press conference, you heard Jogging Club complaining about how clumsy and tight the fixtures look, especially for his team, Liverpool, and having come from an intense game over the weekend when they played Manchester City. Do you think Jogging Club? is right or he 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 sort of have a point with what he's saying
1: well um i would i would i would agree with the latter that he sort of has a point with how how clammed up the fixtures are running into the business end of the season but you know as a, as 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 a top team I believe that these things are to be expected these things are to be prepared for and well with 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 the kind of challenge that you try to put up as a as a top team like liverpool you need to have a you need to have a you need to have at least two players in every position decent decent players in each position to be able to feature and actually play there all whenever 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 you need them to and and probably that is what Jurgen club lacks a bit because um looking at looking at liverpool squad depth it is not the it is um, currently it is not the best in terms of challenging on all fronts but then sometimes it does the job because if you notice in the carabao cup um club actually chose to play game um, caulmin kelleher instead of alisson even in the final which which actually paid off so then so then that is that is that is one and and you can tell that liverpool sometimes are light in the middle in terms of uh, midfield players um as you can tell big injuries happening to Harvey Elliott this season and the uh, and the regular injuries happening to injury prone players like Naby Keita, as well as Thiago Akantara. So then that is so to so, to so, that is where that is where you can tell that there is a bit of a void in terms of um, in terms of players and being able to actually Play for them week in and week out consistently without getting injured. The loss of Georgino um, Wijnaldum to was a big, was a very very big um big void that Liverpool are yet to fill this season. As you can tell, there is no player or there is no midfielder so far with the kind of energy and consistency that they they have. So then, so then that is something that they look to address, they look to address. But then, as you know, as as um, as a big team in the business end of the season, you are bound to run into these kind of things, and Chelsea have Chelsea have experienced their fair share of of um, of these kind of um, these kind of problems in terms of having a clamp um, a clam um, fixture um, clam fixture um, list. But then I think that they weren't able to handle it well, and I think Liverpool, with the kind of system they have, they will be able to. They'll be able to handle. They'll be able to handle it well be because I believe that in, in some points in the season, then the kind of postponements, um, match postponements, have favored them, and have and have kept them fresh. And even and even with that, um, they've they've been I think aside Chelsea, they've played the most games for the English side in the year 2022. So I believe that. Um, I believe that Klopp, even though he is actually is actually complaining, he knows what it takes to be a very very good or a very very great team in England. And I believe that um, his players will be able will be able to actually put up a challenge without giving up. Um, um, from now till the end of May.
0: And definitely one player who is very crucial for Liverpool as far as putting up a challenge. As Mr. Kowa stated, it's Mohamed Salah. Earlier this week, he stated it is not right to talk about his contract situation at Liverpool. This is not the right time. With the club looking to secure a historic quadruple, Salah, whose contract expires in June 2023, is close to agreeing a new deal with the club to keep him until the end of his career. Salah had a few words to share.
5: The most written and talked about player in terms of what's happening with the contract uh, analysis. If it's happening, it's not happening. What can you tell us? Well, not 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 much. But uh, honestly, what can I say? Is there's many things people doesn't know about it, uh, don't know about it. Uh, but me all, all of them. I, can, I can't be selfish now. I'm talking about my situation. We are in the most important period for the team, so I have to just. Talk about the team, uh, focus uh, what's coming with the team, and that's the most important thing. Um, that's uh, that's what I can say. Hopefully, we're going to be more optimistic. Optimistic, yeah, Fantastic. optimistic, and then just like see what's going to happen. I understand that, but are you, as we sit here now, confident that you'll be able to sort your contract out with Liverpool? Are you confident that will happen? I can say yes, I can say no, but I said many times before about what I want, but then again I can't really go deep in the contract now because it's, it's really a sensitive situation, uh, the team need to win, I can't be like just going in the news and just talking about my contract now, I just focus with the team and that's it. Okay, I hear what you say, and none of that <laughs> bothers you, it doesn't affect you playing football like that? No, playing, not, I, not at all, not at all. I know, uh, I've talked to the manager from time to time, I'm very professional, I know I know my job very well, I'm almost here, first one and last one to leave, uh, I know what I'm doing, so I'm not I'm not bothered about that, I'm just focusing uh, with the team, that's the most important thing for me, Uh am on trophies, um, and I'm giving everything for the club I could. So
0: that is Mohamed Salah speaking in that interview earlier this week. Mr. Kowa, in your precision, you mentioned about Liverpool relying on players at crucial points of the season. And for the purposes of my audience, uh, let me give you the current form guide for Liverpool and Benfica going into tonight's Tie. Liverpool, where do they stand? They are currently second in the Premier League. They are, cont- they are in the FA Cup semi finals and they are the League Cup winners and they are looking to win the Champions League. Benfica, also in the Portuguese Primera, they are third in the competition. Mohamed Salah has stated categorically clear this is not the time to talk about his contract. He doesn't want to be selfish. Do you think Liverpool stand a chance of losing their priceless player, one of arguably the best player on earth at the moment?
1: Um well I think it's it actually depends on a lot of things. But as 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 he as he stated, it is very it is quite um unnerving to actually talk about his contract talks um in a in a in a period like this because because you know that it actually unsettles the whole hierarchy of the team, from the owners and down to the um down to the team down to the actual squad. So, so I believe that well, it is it is possible to lose him, but then I believe that Mohamed Salah will always be Liverpool first, and he would actually try to come to come to an understanding with with Liverpool to to what to what suits them best then. And I and I believe with the with the kind of with the kind of um data backsider Liverpool have, they will actually look at the look at the structure and look at how he actually um, settles into the team for about the next two to two to three years or two to five years possibly to actually see his use and how good he may fit in for for his next contract extension. And and if and if and if they believe that he'll be worth the rumored or the reported 500000 pounds a week they will actually they will actually come to an agreement but if not they will actually um settle for they'll actually propose a lower a lower um salary for him and if muhammed salah doesn't agree to that he may leave to a team that actually will be willing to pay but as of now i believe that more Mohamed Salah said, "Is at Liverpool first, and who actually like to see out his contract at Liverpool and possibly actually um, play play his football for for the longest period at Anfield as well."
0: Definitely, one game that lasted for the longest period, in fact, for the visiting team in the city of Manchester was Atletico Madrid, Manchester City, where Manchester City. Prevailed over Atletico Madrid's defense by beating them by a lone goal in the first leg. Mr. Kowa, before we pick excerpts of that game, what did you make of the defensive tactics of Diego Simeone in the first leg of that game at the City of Manchester Stadium?
1: Well, we all know how Simeone works, and and um, we've we have to we have to understand that this is this is the Champions League knockout stages, and for for for, for OCT to sports in Lisbon in terms of ripping them up five 0 And even in even in Portugal, you can see how you you, you can you can see how Simeone is well is, is well educated and is well experienced on the kind of threats that Pep Guardiola's side um intend to impose and you you can you can you can see that he did his best in limiting in 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 limiting chances to be created. But then looking at, but then looking at the way atletico play, you actually need to, you actually need to be alert the whole of 90 minutes. And as, and, and as you know, in football, it is, it is almost impossible for any team, any team actually to have a flawless 90 minutes. And, and I think doubt, and I think, that was what that was what affected Atletico because you cannot actually stay in shape and stay attentive for the whole ninety minutes, and that was what paid um, and 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 that was what caused them as um, as um, Phil Foden played um, Kevin De Bruyne through on the side of Reynoldo, who who I must actually say had a very impressive game, but on in um, in without without one chance. He wasn't able to close in on Kevin De Bruyne enough, and Kevin De Bruyne scored. So it's actually quite impossible to actually maintain that kind of shape throughout the whole ninety minutes. But it was an impressive, was an impressive outing by Diego set away at the Etihad against um, Manchester City. Let's speak excerpts of that game.
6: Welcome to the quarterfinals, the last eight, of big eight, and here we have a clash. Champions League nearly met last season's runners up, Manchester City, against twice beaten finalists and once in the old European Cup, Atletico Madrid. Here is Joao Cancela, very nicely done. Mahrez. Bernardo Silva didn't
7: get it, and Gundogan wouldn't be able to
6: ahead of Jan Oblak. When you look at Manchester City, the players in the box, you always think it's a waste of time crossing the ball, but it isn't because they get runners arriving at the right time. It's a decent delivery. Bernardo Silva doesn't win the first one, but Gundogan's close to winning the second. Salco just about round on the cover. Silver had to stretch. There's Gundogan. He left back as he hit it. Another great effort. From oh, Gundogan. He's gone underneath this one. Mahrez. He was asking for the ball, making a late run into the box.
2: In
8: from De
6: Bruyne. Uh, Felix gets it clear. De Bruyne has the angle. Too close to the keeper. Loves to put them in from there, usually. She has the fraction too much height on it. Ake and the pulper at the far post. The two centre-backs. The centre-back and the left-back. Silva is going to the left for now. Mares, Jean uh, The latest in a series of crosses that have been relatively easy for Jan Oblak. Well, as soon as that ball was played forward by Mares, the players on the edge of the box should be racing into the box. Cutback wasn't on. De Bruyne. Gold Took that nicely. Sterling can't connect at the end. A little deflection. The corner well, that was good for Manchester City great touch from Guglielm because this ball was fired in at him at this point he thinks he's just going to pass it into the corner two separate barriers in front of Oblak there's De Bruyne and Oblak oh good adjustment he's filled it but he swung his leg at the right time Joe Fenix is now fouled Bringing Atletico little bit of respite for them good bit of goalkeeping good bit of goalkeeping for them There's three Manchester City players that move out the way. João Félix turns his back on it. It's a decent save, but there's the good bit of goalkeeping you were talking about. Has to readjust. And he just gets that right boot to it. It's Laporte! Couldn't get over it. It's as good a chance as there's been. There again you see the problems, the man marking. They're not watching the ball, they're not attacking the ball. Really should do better. Laporte had a chance in the first half time, he's headed up, Foden,
2: De Bruyne in, De Bruyne scores, that's what the game needed, one full, Foden pass later, Manchester City
6: have the lead, here's the turn from Foden, then he starts running with it, the pass is imperfect, perfect, Felipe for once, didn't read the pass, and Kevin De Bruyne up, just passes it beyond the goalkeeper, Oblak, Black. What a good goal from City's point of view. Brilliantly finished, Fernando Silva.
0: That was a brilliant finish in the first leg from Kevin De Bruyne. Fernandino, who has been with City over the last nine years, in yesterday's press conference, says Manchester City must prepare for every eventuality in the hunt for Champions League glory. Keeping emotions in check and remaining focused. Let's hear from Fernandino.
7: It's going to be hard for us playing of champ. The way they play, defend so well. They put all that mess behind the ball. But obviously, one they up in front over there, I know you've not started
6: a game yourself personally in just over a month. But are, are you hoping to play a major part
7: tomorrow? i still hoping. Until I'll be here, I'll be hoping all the time, I'll try to be, to be ready to play. That experience can count for a lot, can't it? Yes.
6: <laughs> it's It's great to still be involved in three competitions at this stage of, of the season. It must be a great
7: place to be at the moment. What What's the mood like amongst the, the players and the staff? still the same. We've been uh, playing the same way the last five. All the time you arrive at the end of the season, playing three, two, even four competitions. And I hope we can get...
6: Yeah. Um, you've been here for nine years now and you've you've achieved so much, but how much would it mean to you
7: personally to, to win this competition? Well, it's been a while. And it's important to win a title. Of course, the Champions League uh, championship we are, we are in and we are trying to do it again. So, as you know that. we have a chance to have one more. You mentioned you haven't
6: perhaps played as much as you would have wanted, but what what do you sort of see your role as as club captain when,
7: you, when you're maybe not
6: playing?
7: Well, still the same as not playing much, but taking care of the other players and uh, try to help whatever I, I can. Hi, Martino.
8: Are you surprised you're not playing more? May I ask why?
7: Well, Gear, after nine years, and the last, a so little a bit hard for me with the age. I put myself in the position.
8: Would you like to extend your stay as a player here another
7: year,
6: maybe? Just my final question, thank you. With regard to Atletico Madrid, the way they play, and I'm talking about, let's say, the professionalism, the sort of pressuring the referee. How easy
7: is that to ignore in the heat of battle? Because, you know, you're human beings aren't? You? Yeah, of course, we have that notion. We have to be ready for every thing for any instrument. I think the men, the folks, they have to play. Uh, the taxes we're going to adopt in this game and how we can hurt them and try to create the kind of game. Because when Korea <coughs> hit the ball
8: into Jack Reyes, really,
0: Mr. Koa, we've had Fernandino speaking in that press conference yesterday, your general reaction with everything Fernandino said from his contract to the style of play to Liverpool season and his expectations and his performance with Liverpool.
1: Well, um with 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 such a player, um if you follow Fernandino closely since his exploits at Shakhtar Donetsk um, you would know that he's a very Good and he's a very calm player. I think he's a composed figure too off the pitch and 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 I believe that's why he is he became Manchester City's captain. And um I and and I and I believe that he has done well and as and as they said, spending nine years at Manchester City, he has actually has he has actually paid back all of the money that um was 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 actually was actually paid to shatter Donetsk after after Manchester City paid for him back then. And I think he has been a true servant and well with all his takes, he has been quite objective with them and and I and and for me I initially thought at the end of last season when the when he didn't get a renewal that was going to be the end of that was going to be the end of his career at Manchester City but then he was re signed to a one year due after the end of the season. And and I and I and, and I and I believe that he understands he understands or he has had much um mature conversations with Cadiola regarding his contract and his playing time. And he believes that it'll probably be better if if he is not featuring as much um as he used to on the field, and and I and I and I and I actually think that and I actually think that for him not to actually decide to renew his contract with Manchester City once again at the end of the season is is a good is actually a good is a good decision. Looking at how well he has served the club and how seamlessly they 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 probably have replaced him with. Rodri from Atletico Madrid. So I believe that um, Fernandinho has done all he has can for Manchester City, and if this is his last season, hopefully he will be part of it. He'll be part of a team that will be able to finally win a Champions League for this English side that have that have turned out to be one um, undoubtedly the best English side in the last decade in English football.
0: And definitely, undoubtedly, also one of the finest coaches in English football, Pep Guardiola, surprisingly found out moments before his arrival at a press conference yesterday that Fernandino has announced his exit from Manchester City at the end of the season. Let's pick Pep Guardiola's reaction from the press conference. Can I just ask, Fernandino has just said he's leaving at the end of the season. Uh, When did you find out about that? And how disappointing is it that he's
6: not
8: staying on? Sorry? Fernandinho has said that he's leaving at the end of the season. Oh. <laughs> I didn't know it. <laughs> is, that, is that news to you? Uh, Simon, you gave me the news. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry about that. I didn't hear it. So We will see what happens at the end of the season. We don't know. We don't know what's going to happen. So Fernandinho's... It's mm-hmm. so, so important for me, and it's coming the nice period that we'll see what happens. But anyway, I will talk to him. I would say, okay, Simon told me this, is it true? <laughs>
6: <laughs> That's Um, uh, you know, you've talked about how you're sort of enjoying managing, you're a lot calmer these days, and your team's playing just, you know, really lovely football, has done the last four or five years. Do you feel you're at the peak of your powers as a, as a manager at the moment? Peak. of? Your powers as a manager.
8: Power? Powers, powers, you know,
6: your sort of abilities.
8: Uh, I don't know James. so... No, I I'm, I'm feel good myself. Uh, my staff helped me to be more relaxed than I was in the beginning. And I trust a lot with the players. And uh, yeah, that's all. But before the game always can happen. And I know how it works, this world. So how we change up and down and uh, opinion, positive and negative. Not just for the manager, for the team, but depends on the result. But I, I travel there to win the game. So, to try to do good performance and, and try to win the game uh, this is what they have to do. Does it excite you how much better your team could be, potentially? Yeah, definitely. can be better, yeah. can be better. It's just to figure out how we can... So, we, we'll be different, I, what I said, uh, your colleague. um will be slightly different for the fact we play here than they were defending deep. Most of the time there is not going to happen. There are moments that we have to be ready to defend, to we build up because they will be so intense. They are. It's a, a warmly stadium with the people, support the team, incredible, leading for the manager. so, And they have to adapt. And when we are able to break them and they defend deep, we try to, we are able to create more and more chances And the, the first leg, knowing, knowing that Atletico Madrid in local stage is so difficult. So it's so difficult. So I said to the team after that, so you did it perfectly, guys. So... Because we play against a team like uh, it's easy to to watch him from outside when you are inside to realize it's not difficult. It's the biggest quality they have, and but we're going to try. We're going to try. Uh, just on Fernandinho again. Sorry, will, will you try and persuade him to stay? Uh, I said with all the cases at the end of the season we will talk. You know, maybe it's a family decision. Maybe because one more minute that they have this season and uh, I, I don't know I, I would love to, I would speak with him of course but in this kind of situation is the end of the season we're going to talk mm. and, and even though he's not playing very regularly you've spoken about his role before, how important would he be on a night like tomorrow? You know, with... Listen, the role of Fernandinho and San Maritano this season, the people like, listen, I like the, the the types of the the persons or the players Like they behave for the benefit of him behind the scenes and nobody knows it Today you have to do something, everybody knows exactly what we have done because everybody has to say, Oh, how nice you are. Mm -hmm. He doesn't need it. He doesn't need it. Mm -hmm. And I know what he has done behind me, without knowing, I I knew it later, what he handled many of the biggest stars that we have without anyone knows it for the benefit of the team. This is a real captain. That's why uh, I pressed him and I, I listen, I arrived and he was here. A few players was Raheem is there, uh, Kevin. Mm. I think I arrived with, with Wundo and John and a few players. So we know each other well. And since day one entered today, Owen oh, was uh, an incredible football player for Manchester City. Incredible. Above and beyond for the trophies in the, the minutes and everything he has done. There are things that, that nobody knows. But I know exactly what, what he has.
0: That is Pep. Guardiola speaking highly of fernandino at that press conference. In fact, time will not permit us to take Diego Simeone's thoughts from yesterday's press conference, but he indicated in that press conference that he's going to show a lot of respect uh, to Manchester City, but at the same time will be looking to overturn the one-zero deficit in front of their fans in Madrid. Mr. Kua, your final submission. Should we expect an upset tonight, just like yesterday?
1: Well, possibly, possibly. Um. Ah, uh, it will be. It will be difficult, but I think yesterday's game so should actually tell us that even if the tie is three-one or one um, the games aren't quite over. And and I and I and I and I and I honestly believe that. And I honestly believe that is the way those games are going to be. Maybe maybe I believe that City can can find their foot and actually score an early goal at the Wanda Metropolitano. or or actually at, at- Atletico will be the ones to cause the shocker. But we 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 all we, we all um can't. Tell. I think it is it is up for all of us to actually see what is going to happen tonight.
0: Definitely it is Up for all of us to see what would happen in Anfield when Liverpool take on Benfica and when Atletico Madrid take on Manchester City in the city of Madrid. As always, it's been a pleasure coming your way with today's episode of the UEFA Champions League show. And thank you to my able listeners and to my cherished and lovely listener, Charlie. Thank you so much for doing the listening and for all the support you provide for us behind the scene to ensure that we have a seamless and smooth production process of the UEFA Champions League show as always keep well stay blessed keep winning